0: Angela, my husband and I lost a combined total of 500 pounds. Weight loss has taught me more about life, and that is the information I want to share with you. I'll be sharing tips I learned during my weight loss journey that truly allowed me to be the best version of myself. I'm hoping to inspire you to chase your dreams, develop some healthy routines, and just take the time to enjoy your life. Welcome to the Weavy Fat Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the We Beat Fat Podcast. I'm Angela. And I'm Willie. And this week we are talking about my basics into running. I emphasize the my because it's just my opinion.
1: I mean, I can give an opinion on this too because I'm just, I was a runner before and I'm just getting back into running. now.
0: It's for runners and walkers. Okay. Yeah. So. Good. So I just, because a lot of people have asked in the little survey thing, a couple of people did ask about running, yeah, running tips or walking or whatever. And so like, I thought that this would be the perfect opportunity to provide that information to people on a very basic level. So I'm sorry if you are not interested in walking or running, this is not the episode for you. Tune in next week. Thank you.
1: That's your public service announcement. There you go. <laughs>
0: all right so how's your week been going what'd you do how you feel uh what's awesome for you this
1: week's been good it's it's been kind of just like just the regular um i spent a lot of time reading um audiobooks this week like just, like biography reading audiobooks That's, listening to yes. audio sorry there you go all right yeah. <laughs> i've been listening i've been listening to a lot of audiobooks uh just finished Michelle Obama's book, and now I'm listening to Busy Phillips' book. Oh,
0: I want that book.
1: Yeah, and the library is great if you that's want some audiobooks. books, right but um, that's literally what I've been doing all week, It's just listening to audiobooks when I have a free moment. And it's been good. They're both... So far, I, I literally just started the Busy Phillips book, but yeah. it's pretty on good. the wait list. I, we the must wait, look at... The
0: wait list is extremely long, though. Yeah. So...
1: But I'm trying to get what – because I – to be honest, I listen to a lot of self-help books, uh, and I'm trying to listen to something else, um, fiction or just, like, biography-type stuff, and I'm enjoying it.
0: Well, it's hard for me right now because I'm in the self-growth space, so, like, that's what I want to listen to right now. But then it's like if I get put on the list – and I get that book, but I'm, I bet I'm not in the space for it. That's why it's, I don't know. It's kind of yeah. weird for me.
1: So but I kind of just, like, I know it's coming. So I just kind of put myself in that space.
0: Yeah. Well.
1: And it, it was a perfect time because I literally just finished the Michelle Obama book and then went straight into that book. So I was already in that space anyway.
0: I just finished listening to Rich Roll's Finding Ultra.
1: Which I read b- right before you.
0: Yeah, Which was very interesting. I like the I like. I like the
1: story of him coming up. Yeah,
0: I like the you know we all have stories. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. How we choose to tell them is our business. Yeah. So we all kind of have to remember that. So I do. I like the story, but the story wasn't moving enough to me. Like to for it to be like oh you have to read this book because you know like no, sometimes no, no. I'm always like oh my gosh this book was just so amazing. And this book was okay. You know, like, he was an alcoholic, and then he turned into this fit man. But yeah. I don't, I don't, the story wasn't that amazing to me, or maybe the way that he told the story. I feel like there was more focus on his, on his diet, instead of...
1: Yeah, I, I kind of got that from that book, too. Yeah,
0: so there was more focused on the diet versus the actual story in the coming up, and I, for me, I would have wanted to know more about his training. Like it was, like
1: he yeah he he talked about it a little bit, but it wasn't but not very, a lot. No, no. It so was just, like, and like how
0: he got into the mind space. So, but I have a feeling that that was like an editing issue and not how he wanted to tell. I mean, the, the book's story. from 2012.
1: Yeah. so. yeah. But it was good. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. if
0: you have if you have the time to read the book, then you should read it.
1: Yeah, I I really enjoyed that book. Um, Like I said, I wish it had more to do with his training because that's what I was kind of looking for was his training stuff Mm -hmm. and it didn't really have – I mean, and then there was another book I read that was called "Chasing Excellence by Ben Bergeron, I think that's the name of of it was. And it was just about mindset of athletes in CrossFit games. Mm. And it wasn't really – I mean, it was just about the mindset of going to the – it was about Katrin, David's daughter, Mm -hmm. and, like, her going to the 2016 games. It was just like her mindset. That,
0: that would, I would be interested yeah, in yeah. reading that.
1: Yeah, but that that's what that whole book was about. But it was short. It was like 200 pages. It was oh. real quick, though. So
0: I'd be interested in that. Yeah. So this week for me, I got um, a heart rate monitor thing. I got the Wahoo ticker. And I got this heart rate monitor thing. Yes, I have a fancy running watch that has the heart rate thing on the wrist. I don't always find it accurate.
1: It's not always accurate. And then
0: sometimes, because, like, sometimes I will go out and run six miles, and then it will tell me that I burned 150 calories because the watch was too loose on my wrist. Yeah. And it slides up and down. So, I got the fancy little heart rate, the chest monitor, and I love it. Now, the reason I got it was because my fancy watch told me that every workout I was doing was unproductive. (laughs) And do you know how... How frustrating that is to go out and do a workout or run a half marathon, and then look down at your watch and then it tell you that you were, you were unproductive.
1: unproductive. Yeah. So no, I get it.
0: I never really like when we were we, doing the weight loss thing.
1: We've used heart rate monitors before. Yes,
0: I, I used heart rate monitors before. I was not using them correctly. Like this is the one thing that I did wrong on the weight loss journey. Because everybody's so focused on the food and, oh, my goodness, and you have to go get your exercise. But, you know, there are certain types of exercise that you need to go out and get
1: yeah. to
0: balance yourself. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I, my theory was if I'm going to work out, then my heart rate needs to get up the best way that it possibly can for the entire time that I'm working out. Yeah. You know? And it doesn't always need to be like that, you know? And then my easy day would be, like.
1: You were running hard.
0: Yeah, so I have a running coach and, you know, she specifically maps out my stuff for me. And, you know, some days are easy, some days are hard. And that's what made me want to get the heart rate monitor. So now I'm getting an accurate display of what my heart rate monitor is. And guess what? All this week. I was maintaining fitness. Not yeah. one unproductive.
1: I will say that, and, and I have an Apple Watch, and you have you have. A, I have mm, a Garmin Fenix. Okay, so, and they're somewhat accurate. Um, like if the if the sensor, like because they're on, on your wrist, if the sensor is on you, they're. Fairly accurate, but they could be off by two, three beats, and then it can be completely off.
0: Well, sometimes I'll look at it and it'll be like one eleven, and then it will jump up.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like it, it, it varies, but when it when it's on, it's it's pretty yeah. spot on. See, I
0: have a small wrist, and yeah. so it's hard for me to find watches that will fit on my wrist the way that they're supposed to be on yeah. your wrist. So that's why the chest strap just works better for me, but everyone should go out and get a chest strap if that's the kind of stuff you know if you if you're
1: super serious about your if you're just like a like a weekend warrior like you don't really care about your hurry you're just working out if you're
0: just trying to like work out you know
1: and that's fine but like if you're like super like i want to see how hard i'm working and all that stuff then Go get yourself a, a chest monitor.
0: Yeah, I've always had a chest monitor. Yeah. We had the Polar ones before, but they were so the, the Polar ones are so okay. Hard to change the, the, the old, batteries. In. The
1: old ones are okay. The newer ones, I've seen the newer ones, and they're a little bit easier to take off, but they're still a lot more expensive than the the Wahoo one you got. Yeah. So,
0: so I I paid fifty bucks for this one. There are other different ones. I'm going to do a full review on the blog. But, yeah, um, that's the one thing that I've been really, really excited about this week was because I've been maintaining my fitness because I've been paying attention to my heart rate during my workouts and not blowing everything out of the water because, basically, I'm trying not to have my heart rate skyrocket every time I go out to run yeah. so that I can
1: and that, run longer. And that's one thing that I learned from that. There's a little sli- a sliver of, of information I learned from the, the Rich book, the Finding Ultra. He was talking about how his coach was trying to get him to train in zone two, and he was like, Zone two is super slow. Mm-hmm. But then, as zone two is literally like, I can't, well, for me, it's like 130 to 150 and a beats per minute on your heart rate monitor or whatever. Uh, and supposedly, if you stay in that range, zone two, then it, it improves your endurance. So, like, you can go longer without like burning out. Yes. So, that, that's the. Little nugget of inf- yes, information sure. I got. And from And if that, you want
0: to be a distance runner, that's very, very
1: important. Yeah, you need endurance.
0: Because my big thing before, and I, I see that I'm getting better. Yesterday, we ran a half marathon. So I used to like be really, really tired at the end. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I, and now that I've been working with the coach and everything, I come through the finish line and I feel, I feel good. I, I mean, the last keep few,
1: yeah, the last few r- runs that you you've I've seen you do like you finish and you're not like, dying. like extremely tired and like passing out in the car once yeah. you get in the car
0: and my times are getting better. So, you know, I'm yeah. you know, I feel like I'm on the right track and the I heart mean, rate monitor is the one thing that's, that's going to help me with that.
1: Yeah. And that's the way you want to be. Yeah.
0: Um, I know that people are listening to the podcast, so go leave reviews and let us know, you know, send us emails, send us feedback, send us help on topics you know, we're everywhere that you can listen to a podcast. But, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, then you've already gotten it. So tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your friends, your family, everybody. Yeah. Listen to the podcast, which the name might change on the podcast. Still working it out. Still fairly new. We're only episode six. All right. So, yeah. Um, you can send us email at webeatfat at com or follow us on social social media. Um, you can read my blog at momworksitout.com. dot com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at momworksitout, and I'm on Facebook at momworksitout blog.
1: And you can follow me on Instagram.
0: I think that's at funny, Willie Gillis. Because you just stopped. Like, do you have some more to say? No.
1: No, I just trying <laughs> to make it dramatic. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. So, at Willie Gillis. That's, at
1: Willie Gillis.
0: Yes. So like I said, this week we are talking about my basics of running. Look, I'm not an expert nor am I a running coach. I'm not a running coach because I, I don't have time to And sit I don't in the feel luck. like you
1: have to be a running co- coach to give advice about running. Like I feel like if you're a practitioner running and you have advice cuz you're actually actively doing it.
0: Yes. So I guess I'll give a little backstory on my running here on why I'm going to give you my basics. Get right? ready, y'all. Yo. Get no. your popcorn out. I started running in 2012, and I w- did strictly like treadmill runs. Mm-hmm. And then one day we went outside, and then we thought that we were dying a slow death because we went from the treadmill to running outside, which is totally different. So was it t- we'll t- was it summer? About. No, it wasn't. It was it like was, winter. Yeah, it was. It was still so hot. Well, it was right before the gusher. And so my so was thing was is that I could easily run three and a half miles. So like, that yeah. wasn't an issue for me. And so we have a local race that was a 5K half marathon and marathon. Yeah. And I had signed up for the 5K, like, the week before the race. And I was like, okay, I can do that. And then I, t- I called Willie and I was like, I don't know. I think I might want to do – I I can run a 5K in the neighborhood, I don't need to go do that.
1: Oh, I remember whatever. this too. Because I, <laughs> I was at work when you t- when you yeah. told me that too, because I couldn't go because I was working yeah. on the weekends. Then, and- so
0: I went to pick up my packet, and then I told him that I switched my race to a half marathon. So keep in mind, I went from a uh, 5K to a half marathon. So
1: from barely running <laughs> to 13.1 miles.
0: Yes, and then I ran that. I ran my first half marathon in two hours and 55 minutes. And that was it. Like I thought I was going to die because Willie was at work and he couldn't go. And so like I came home and I remember it was raining
1: that day. wasn't it? Yes, it was raining and it was
0: cold. And so like I had to go out and buy all this extra stuff. I remember I ran with a fanny pack because
1: because you didn't know what you needed. I I had
0: no idea. No idea what you were supposed to. I didn't know that you were supposed to eat when you ran that far or anything it was a total dumpster fire um that's the nice term and um, I remember I came home and then I sat down in the bathtub and I called Willie and I was like I can't get out of the bathtub my legs hurt so bad
1: yeah, I remember and I was that.
0: like I just can't believe that I just did that and I was like I ran 13.1 miles and I was like and I have to do it again yeah so that was the start of my running journey And from there, I went, I really went balls to the wall with it. You know, 2012, I ran two half marathons, both here. And then I realized that they had races other places. And Mm -hmm. then in 2013, I I started running
1: Everywhere. everywhere. Yes. Couldn't stop her.
0: Yes. So that's my backstory on running. And that's why I'm going to share some of my simple tips with you do you want to give your backstory on running
1: i started because you started
0: because you wanted to go to running group
1: i literally started because angela was running all the time when did i start 2013
0: you started right after the gusher because that's when i started that's so april 2012
1: because i was still trying to lose weight at that point so yeah i started just after she did the gusher in 2012 it was a running group uh, uh golden triangle strutters she was going to it and I was like, I want to go too because I just want to start talking to people.
0: Yeah, and it was like eight of us.
1: Yeah, it wasn't and that that was. that like fifty five. Yeah. And then <laughs> I think I was just running just because I was like, oh, everybody's running well, it was like two it was like three miles, wasn't it? Yeah. It was just everybody's run, miles. running three miles. You go do your three miles, you come back and you socialize. Passing and,
0: for
1: you. Oh, that's right. Because it was <laughs> at the at the yogurt. Yeah. Pl- yeah, it was at the it, what was the name was that orange leaf
0: yeah it was orange leaf and keep yeah. in mind back then that was probably the real selling point why we went to running group because we were obsessed with froyo on our that's right weight you could get yogurt afterwards yeah. oh my goodness so we you were get you obsessed. a cup of yogurt yeah so that's and probably then, the real reason like i
1: said and then you can socialize and have yogurt yeah. after after the fact and then i just started running a lot um every time there was a gts meetup and i would go to that um I didn't really run that much, like, of, outside of the GTS stuff. I just ran, like, GTS and then maybe one extra day. Yeah. But it was, like, small. It was, like, like three miles or something but like that. But
0: then when I started running all the races, you were there by default, and you were running races with me. So, you yeah, ran a it, lot of races.
1: Well, yeah, because you were like, I'm I'm going to run. And they're like, well, I'll go ahead and do it, too, because I don't want to sit here for two, three hours yep. waiting for you to finish. And so, I just ran, too. Yep.
0: That was back in the day when and I then, could run a two-hour half marathon. So, your
1: first half was... Gusher 2012 on so March, 2012. My first one was when did we go to San Diego?
0: The following year. That was 2013. That's okay. One. That's
1: when I did my first half. Yeah. And that was on a whim too.
0: Yeah. That was definitely on a whim. Because, because I
1: I got there and you were like, oh, we're going to do San Diego. But I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, I need to do this too. We like,
0: also had a group of friends from home that were there Doing the first fools and stuff. Yeah. So it was the the atmosphere at the rock and roll San Diego is very intoxicating. Yeah. And so Willie decided to sign up on the. I was win. looking
1: around. I was like, all oh, these people are running. I'm like, I need to do it too. So I just signed up for the half.
0: And you did good.
1: That was rough though.
0: But I mean, you did good. Well, well you, I, was, I also I, made him go hiking. The yeah, day before. I was
1: saying that that kind of messed me up too. Because we were we were walking around a lot the day before. Yep, I and made then, you go hiking. Yeah, and that was <laughs> and that was the hiking was great, <laughs> but after trying to you know run after that it was pretty rough, but. Like I said, I had fun with it, but I was like dying afterwards. I couldn't really move. But
0: And that's basically how everybody's running story goes. I had fun, but I could not walk after that. No matter whether you are running a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and up. The first time that you do it, you're not going to be able to no. walk very well after.
1: So hey. I didn't really do any 5Ks or 10Ks before that. I just yeah. went straight to halves. Yep. And then I kept running halves.
0: Same story. So I thought that I would just share some of my tips that I learned along the way. So my first tip is go get fitted for the proper shoes. I did not. Edit. Definitely. I did not get fitted for the proper shoes. You
1: wore some Nikes, didn't you?
0: No. I, didn't. I you probably, just did I probably no, I probably did wear some Nikes to start off with when we were running on the treadmill. So I'm saying you just did it. Yeah, I just you did just it. Just do it. <laughs> so <laughs> And then then I realized that there were like running Special, shoes that shoes. you were supposed to have. And so right before the gusher, I went and got a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. And then I made another cardinal mistake by wearing those shoes to that race. So keep in mind, I had never run in these shoes. And oh, so you went, then was, I was running a distance that I had never even come close to running.
1: So you went new shoes without even breaking them in. And just went out there and did it. Yes. Mm. And
0: my knees were hurting so bad by the time that I'd finished because he
1: wasn't used to them yet.
0: I had the wrong, I was in ultra stability shoes.
1: Oh, so you had the wrong kind of shoes? Yeah,
0: I had the wrong type of shoes, even though I did go down to the running store and get fitted. You know, it takes a couple of tries, you know. But luckily, you have 30 days. When you go to a running store, you have 30 days.
1: It's not like any other place where you. Yeah, like I mean, if you, you go to
0: academy them. and go run in shoes, you can't th- you can't take them back after that.
1: Because yeah, you've already worn them.
0: Yeah, so yeah. go to a running store, have them do a gait analysis on you. Try out the shoes. What's, the a, shoes- what's a gait analysis? A gait analysis is where someone watches how your foot hits the ground. Yes. Okay. So it's usually done on a treadmill. If you're in a fancy place, they, like, record it, and then they have, like, they draw the lines, and they show it to you, and they explain it all to you. Yeah. Because you need to know how your foot pronates. Are you an overpronator? Are you an underpronator? Are you a neutral strike? If you're a neutral strike, you're awesome. Me? Yeah. If you're a neutral strike, amazing, because then there are so many more shoes that you get to choose from. People like me who are overpronators get big, clunky, not... Cool so that's not shoes. really
1: true because oh. I have a neutral shoe and I have, well, I have big feet. So well,
0: but there, you're limited because you have a big foot. But if you didn't, if you wore a normal size shoe, like you could nine. wear any shoe that you wanted to.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, so you need to go to the run store, get your gait checked and pick out your shoes.
1: Yes. And definitely. if they
0: don't work for you, like you really need to give them the good hard test. If give they them a don't, couple weeks. Like, I say give them a week.
1: Yeah, like a solid week of just running on But
0: you need to run or walk in those shoes. And there are special shoes for walking. There are special shoes for running. Definitely. So, if you're just going to be a walker, which there's nothing wrong with that. I run walk. Sometimes I'll walk more than I run.
1: Uh, There's some people that just walk and they kill it. Yes. They They beat people who run. And I'm just like, how?
0: Yesterday, I was trying to keep up with this old guy. I'm going to say that he was like 70, 70 plus, it's okay? Power and he was keeping a steady 12 minute mile and I was trying to run and catch up with him. And it was a struggle at the beginning.
1: And for those who who say you have to run every race, lie. You're, You're lying, lying to yourself because there's people who power walk every race and they beat the people who are running.
0: Yes. And so
1: I, like, I'm just telling you.
0: And that's that's my crew right
1: now. Yeah, walking is is on a whole other level than you really think it is yeah,
0: you just need to learn the techniques and you can walk faster than what most people run
1: power walking is an olympic sport come yes. on yes
0: so go get your shoes give them the hard tests and if they don't work take them back get another pair of shoes yes don't let them sit in the box and ride because that's wasting money i've done that and mo- a and most times stores too. give you 30 days to yes. do that
1: so like give yourself a week and if they don't f- still don't feel right to you take them back get it either like another size or another style
0: and this is also if you buy your shoes direct if you wear hokas if you wear brooks if you wear mizunos or whatever and you buy them directly online you can buy the shoes try them out if they don't work for you you can send them back
1: yep so because i did that not everyone has
0: access to running stores and all that so you know do your research if that's that's the case for you and get the right pair of shoes yeah
1: because I'm doing that right now I switched the hookers because Angela suggested I switch the hookers so yes. I'm just waiting to, to get them and see if they fit and I'll send them back yeah. but
0: so. get the right shoes don't make the because if you have any like hip problems or knee problems or anything that you've never had before and you started running in new shoes or just started running your shoes might be the problem yeah so start there alright and work backwards alright my second tip is to sign up for a race and set the goal. I know that that sounds like real scary, especially if you're sitting here and you're listening and you're like, I've never run a hundred feet before. It's okay.
1: I, and can I, mm-hmm. so I signed up for flying pig. It's a 10, it was a 10, it was a 5K race, a 10K race or half or, or full marathon. I signed up for the 10K because I needed something to work towards. Because I haven't ran in two years, so I was like, "Let me run. Let me try the 10k. Have it set on the calendar, and I can work my way up to that." And that's what I've been doing for the last month or month and a half or so.
0: And that I say that because that gives you something to work towards. It gives you motivation to get out the door and to try.
1: Yeah, because all you have to do is set it down, set set the goal down, and then work backwards. So like I'm just building my miles towards that. So like. It, it works to have a goal like down the line so you can
0: exactly. at least work
1: towards something and, and be working towards it while you're getting close to exactly. it.
0: Exactly. And yes. that's important because especially when you're trying something new, you're going to you might be more willing to give up on it easier. And so, oh yeah, definitely. If you sign up and by the way, if you sign up early, then you save money. All right. <laughs>
1: so. But you also got to think about it. Like if you sign up, if you sign up, you you're signing up and you're spending your money. Towards that, so like you're already,
0: investing in you're, your health.
1: Yeah, you're already investing in this event, so you might well you might as well put the to work the work in towards training for it. Exactly. Because you don't want to be like, I just spent fifty dollars on a ten k, and you're not going to do it, and so you just wasted fifty dollars.
0: Most of the time, you're not wasting; you are giving to a charitable cause. But I'm just saying, like, the but, but
1: like you don't like you don't want to give out fifty dollars and be like, exactly, I didn't do anything. That's with that like $50.
0: paying for the gym and never stepping foot in yes. the
1: door. Yes.
0: So, don't do that. Sign up for the race, and which leads to my tip number three, which is give yourself enough time to prepare. So, Definitely. like Willie just said, he signed up for this race, and now he's working backwards. Willie actually had a lot of extra time.
1: Because so, I signed up for it, what, like three months? No, like five months in advance. Yeah, so. And I could have really just waited, I don't know, eight weeks in advance? Yeah, we eight were to trying to 16? save
0: money, but it's on the calendar. But I'm saying yeah. Willie started training earlier than what he needed to. Like, because yeah, we had all ahead. these extra gap weeks, which now is kind of mute because he signed up for the 10K, but then he's running a half marathon in two weeks.
1: And, <laughs> and that's only, <laughs> I would only signed up for that half because the other 10K that I was going to sign up for in March, which is which two weeks from when this is getting recorded, that sold out. That 10K sold out. So I was yeah. like, well, I want to run something. Let's just do what happened to see how far I can get. Yes. Like, see how long it takes see, for me to do but-
0: it also, it also works in your favor because you've already, because you did start training early. You've already, oh, yeah. you know, so you can, you can, I mean, you've never, you haven't gone that distance yet, but you've already do, been comfortable with running and yeah, running the distance, distance and the time on your feet. So.
1: And like I said, run, walk, there's nothing wrong with that. And I'll probably will run, walk the the, the, the half yes. and no problem. So like, I was going out there and enjoy myself. Literally, that's why I'm doing it.
0: Also, when you sign up for a race, look at the time limit. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like, most 5Ks will be 45 minutes to an hour. You have 45 minutes to an hour to complete the race. And that and, if that sounds intimidating to you, most people can walk a 10K in 45 to 49 minutes. 5K. Okay. A 5K, yes. Yeah. Most people can walk a 5K in 45 to 49 minutes. Yes. So, that is not daunting. No. So... You can do it. You can do it. Just look at the time limit and know what you're up against, so that you can. Yeah, prepare. because
1: it, and most most five k's are like an hour. Yeah. Um, Unless they're, they're t- tacked
0: on with another race, if it's a five k, ten k, then yeah, you're gonna have more time.
1: If it's just a five k, that probably give you about an hour, just a little yeah. over an hour. They, they're not gonna like wipe you off the course. If you're, like, super close to being done with it. but like
0: Only if it's, like, a major race, like Chicago, the 5K before Chicago. Yeah, if it's a major
1: race and they have to open up the roads. And and don't get discouraged if they have to open up the roads. Because sometimes they'll just let you walk on the sidewalk and finish the race. But, like... You can always finish. Yeah, you can always finish. Regardless if they say, oh, we got to pick you up. Just, like, I'm going to finish. Yes. Just finish it anyway. So,
0: don't let the time discourage you. Just give yourself time to prepare. My rule of thumb is be able to at least... Walk, run half of the distance that you want to accomplish by race today. So if you want to do a 5K, be able to run or walk comfortably one and a half miles. Because yes. then, for me, I'm. if you're going to walk, then you're going to walk. You know, work on walking. Concentrate on getting your walking pace comfortable enough where you are getting your heart rate up. Yes. So that you don't have to worry about the time limit. But my thing is, is if you're going to run, if you're going to run a 10K and you want to sign up for a race, make sure that you can at least run half of it or or run, walk it or whatever. And use that as your time base to determine how long it's going to take you to finish. Yes. So me on a bad day, on a bad day for me, it takes me 40 minutes to run a 5K. Yeah. So if I'm a worst case scenario, it will take me a little bit over an hour and a half to We're do the 10 K, K. Yeah. worst case scenario. But if I'm doing good, I know that I can finish the 10 K in an hour and 14 minutes. Definitely. So, and I'm not saying that so that you can see if you're going to make the time limit, which is also very important. Don't sign up for races that if the time limit for the 10 K is an hour and you can't do that, don't sign up for the race. Okay. Just work, work towards another race and maybe next year you can sign up for that race.
1: But, no, no, I agree with that because it's like you don't want to put yourself on a bond where you're like stressed to, out. You're, you're you're stressing out about you're looking at your watch and being like, I only got five minutes left. Oh, I only got two minutes. Left. Like just overall, you should just enjoy the race itself. Like you shouldn't yes. be worried about if you can finish something in a certain amount of time. Um, Like I said, if, it, if you're done a 5k and it's an hour, that's literally 20 minutes a mile. So yes. like, like you're 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 good. You're good. Because you're good. most people can walk 20 minutes or less. For the for the most part. Yeah. Um even even if you can't, like that's Look, just a speed I've seen walking. people
0: do five K's that had serious medical issues. oh yeah still, so I think that the five K is a reachable distance for everyone. For everyone. So don't let don't get discouraged. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it. That is a reachable distance for anyone. And if that's the distance that you want to do, then you do that. And enjoy no, it. No, you should. I kind of got a little sidetracked there, but I'm saying run half the distance so that you can get 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 your base time. Yeah. Just so that you know where you are and you do, and you're not freaking out in the middle of your race. You know, you you know that oh well, it takes me this long to run an hour. I mean a mile and a half. Yeah. And then you know, so just be able to be able to conquer half the distance comfortably for you.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: All right. So my fourth thing is just to get out there and get going. Like I said earlier, when you are trying something new or, you know, especially if you're overweight and, and you say that you want to run, people will have things to say. That's going to hurt your knees or you're running a lot or whatever. Don't let anyone stand in your way.
1: Also don't let yourself stand in your way. I will say this because I've talked to people recently who have said that they want to sign up for a half. And they're like, I don't know if I can do a half.
0: Don't think about it. Just sign up for it. Be like, Just
1: if you sign up for it and you pay for it and you're like, okay, that's coming up. I need to go ahead and start training for that at least, you know, two months in advance. You know what I'm saying? Like two, yeah. two to four months in advance just to get to that point and then just walk, run the, the thing. Yeah. You, and just you see,
0: will never know unless you try.
1: Because you're just trying to finish it. You're not trying to finish it in a certain time. Unless yeah. there's a time limit, then you do need to finish it in a certain time. But for the most part, you just need to go out there and just do it. Don't overthink it. Just go do it.
0: Yes. Don't. That's good. Don't be the person that stands in your way of doing what you want because to do. Because you
1: don't want to regret not doing it at all. Because if you can do it now, and then something happens two years from now, and you're like, I can't
0: exactly. walk or
1: run like... God forbid, something happens to you and you can't walk. Like, you don't want to be like, I wish I would have done that. Yes. Just do it anyway. Exactly. Just yeah.
0: get out there and go for it. Yeah. And this is kind of a sub tip here. Um, if you can go run outside, then go run outside. There's nothing wrong with the treadmill. I think that running on the treadmill is more difficult because it promotes a different type of running. Like, Pace and gait that may actually hinder you when you hit the road because you
1: think you're you, so because you're so used to the treadmill. Yeah, because the treadmill is softer.
0: The treadmill is softer and it's so, got the belt to help propel you.
1: So you're not doing it yourself. Yeah. the belt is doing it. Yeah, I, I get that.
0: And so, but if you are going to run on the treadmill, run at one to two In, percent
1: incline. Yeah, incline. Yes,
0: and because that's more like running outside and. I know it, it's not fun because like I want to get on the treadmill and I just want to get my miles and it would be cool to run flat and you know, cause it's so much easier, but you will notice the difference when you put on one, 1% and when you put on 2%.
1: And I will say there is a huge difference between running on a treadmill and running on pavement
0: because you have to propel your own body weight
1: and it hurts like hell. <laughs> like once you, <laughs> I mean,
0: after when you're well, starting out, and no I'm
1: saying like if you have if you've been running on a treadmill for three months, just on a treadmill and then you go outside and try to run that same way, it's gonna hurt like hell for the first few minutes, oh yeah, until your body like, okay, this is what we're doing
0: well, just from i I had to run on the treadmill this whole entire week because it was raining, yes, and on Friday morning, I woke up before it started raining so that I could go run outside, and it was like. Not the worst, but I could tell that I had been running on the treadmill. And then yesterday, when I had to run the 16 miles, I could tell. Like, I could feel the difference from running. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and that was just a week of running yeah. on the treadmill. So prepare I mean, yourself.
1: I mean, it's convenient to go into a yeah. gym and run because it's it's air-controlled. It's, exactly. M- minus our gym, was always <laughs> hot. But, like, not, I get it. It's cooler in there. It's not, like cold it's all get out outside you can just yeah. go inside or it's not hot af outside yeah. you can get cooler inside but switch it up like if you it, if, it, if it's raining and you're like i just don't want to go out there and do it just be yeah. on the treadmill but it, like if you can go outside go outside
0: even if it's like wicked cold outside i know that nobody likes to be outside when it's wicked cold but it's great though but sometimes you just have to I, you sometimes go out and great. do it. like i have a lot of friends that live in the northeast and they just and do it anyway they they get up and you know I effort. see people put spikes on their shoes. Now, if that was me, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't yeah, do that. Yeah, because I would break my neck. I wouldn't be able to do that. But, you know, they're obviously training for something that's important to them. Yeah. Um, so, I my training would go on the treadmill. But, I mean, if, you know, if it snowed a couple of days ago, I don't know. I can't even speak to that because it doesn't snow here. All I know is that when it's 30 degrees, it's. Like murder, trying to get me to go outside. But my because body we, reacts differently to cold than. We're also other people. not used to that. Yeah,
1: it's, I mean this is Texas. Like we're not used to uh, thirty degree weather. Yeah. Like that's that's like what like.
0: I see my friends in like Cleveland and Columbus, like outside running, and the snow. You know, they're like they plowed the roads today, and then they're out there running in the
1: snow, my, I would I would, like fall, piled up against them. I would fall over. <laughs> well, I would slide on some ice.
0: Yeah, but they they go out and do it. They're like running 16 miles. And and props to them too.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But then when it gets hot down here, I'm like, why am I outside? Yeah, exactly. So y'all's winter is like (laughs) our summer. It's like,
0: why am I out here? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, just try to get outside as much as you possibly can to do your runs. I know people that just run specifically on treadmills and then they go out and run. And they can kill it. Yeah, and they can kill it. You know, I'm just, as a beginner runner, I think being outside is best.
1: So. I mean, you get the fresh air, you get the, the sun on your face. Yeah, like,
0: and that that's the joy of running, for me, at least. The joy of running is being outside I and having my to. senses awakened. I talk
1: and, to people I talk to. Like, yeah. <laughs> I run through people's neighborhoods and I'm like, hi. Yeah,
0: you know? So, like, you get the interaction, and I don't know, there's just something about being outside that makes you feel more alive. Yeah. I guess. You know, it's probably all that smog in the air that we have in. <laughs> 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 All right, so my last tip is to remember to have fun. There are so many times, you know, I have friends that are like, I'll never be a runner, or I, I could never do that. I, I just don't like it. Well, if you don't like it, then don't do it, you know? And I'm, I support that. If you don't like running, then don't do it. But if you are going to do it, have fun while you're doing it. It shouldn't be I, a pain.
1: I don't love running, but... And that was before, like that was in that in between time where I was running all the time, and then I stopped, and mm-hmm. then now I'm running again. Like I didn't love running towards the end mm-hmm. because it became a chore. Like okay. I was just like, okay, I'm tired. Because when of... you
0: start training for a marathon, the the stuff. But I did it, three it's... marathons
1: back to back to yeah. back. So like that was a lot. I'm
0: just when you when you have to s- sacrifice the time that you have to to train for a marathon or anything above, early. then it becomes it becomes a different thing, and you at that point you really have to love running to want to sacrifice that time
1: now at 5k 10k half i'm good with that because that's two to three i mean it's like up to three hours out of my day and then i'm done yeah so like that i can handle that but um yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not like in love with running but now that i've came like i took some time off and i came back to it i like it a lot more
0: well, sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes you just need to take a break. I just yeah, don't Yeah, I like want, it a lot more now. I don't I, want people running because I... Still, I still I, don't
1: call myself a runner, but I,
0: I... If you get out and you hit the pavement, you're a runner.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: Don't let anybody take that away from you. No, I mean, I'm taking away from... Well, I'm <laughs> just don't, don't... Yeah, no, no. Don't take no, get that it. away. But... But know, I enjoy
1: it a lot more now because it's not... I mean, it's still difficult for me because I'm, like, heavier than I was when I was running, like, in my peak, but, like... I enjoy it now because I get to go outside and just run yeah. until it gets hot. And then I'm going to be like, oh, so, well, but I'll get over it.
0: You just have to find yeah, yeah, find yeah. the joy in it. And if you really just don't like it, then don't do it. Yeah. You know, like, and like Willie said earlier, don't be afraid to walk. I walk. I even in my heyday, oh, I take walk breaks. Even in my heyday, when I was running nine minute miles, I still was a walk runner. So
1: yeah, here's the thing. You have to walk before you run. Exactly. You, you just have to. Exactly, and because you walk doesn't mean you're not a runner. Exactly, just call its called intervals.
0: There are so many people out there who who have so many things thing. to say. Yeah, you don't have to run the whole thing. I don't. I don't think I've ever run a whole race, five k, ten k. Maybe a five k, but ultra. like a long I, time ago. I can't even tell you that I've run a whole five k, but I can tell you that my fastest five k was twenty six minutes. So. That says a lot if I ran, walked a 5K Mm -hmm. and was Mm -hmm. still able to do that. Yeah. So, hey, do the things that work for you and enjoy it. Definitely. That's my biggest tip for if you want to be a runner or that's going to sound really weird or a runner or a walker.
1: I, I mean, look here. Here's my thing. I feel like. Before you leave this earth, you should at least do some kind of run, like a 5K, 10K, half, even a marathon. I feel like everybody should do one marathon.
0: You don't want to do an ultra? You want to come run 50 no, miles I, with No, like... I feel,
1: but no <laughs> heck no. But I feel like everybody should at least do one marathon before they pass away. Just to have that experience of run walking 26 miles.
0: I think that you learn a lot about yourself when you're training for a long distance run yes. and then when you actually get to that day and you go through those miles and you cross that finish line, I think you learn a lot about yourself
1: because running a marathon, running a marathon is the, mo- the biggest mental game you would ever have with yourself. I believe that because I've done it twice and it's, it's, it's rough. Like, if you're not prepared for that, and you're never going to be prepared for it, like mile-wise, mile-wise mile wise and mindset-wise, you're never going to be prepared for it. Because when you hit, like, mile 18 to 20, and you realize, I still got six to eight more to go. That,
0: that's not my my breakdown time. is well, 16.
1: Okay, well, you're 16. <laughs> Most people's 18, though. Yeah. When you get to 18, you're like, I still got eight, more, eight plus miles to go. I'm just saying. Well.
0: I've done it 40 times, 41 times. I don't know. And it, some, and, it happens, some days, and some days
1: it doesn't happen to you, but some days. Some
0: days, no, no matter what, there's always the mental battle. No, yes. No matter what, there's always going to be the mental battle in the marathon. Yes. But I can honestly say that there's I haven't started a marathon that I haven't finished. So I'm I'm way above board than some people. Yeah. And I've learned a lot about myself every time that I go up to – A start line and cross a finish line, it's always something different. Like yesterday, I woke up and I was like, because I had to run 16 miles yesterday. So that meant that I had to run before before the race. And I had to get up super early. And in my mind, I was like, what am I doing this for? Why am I doing this? And then, but I still, I got out of the hotel and I went and ran. And I came back and I was just like, I just don't know if what I'm doing is worth it. Why is this so important to me? So I'm questioning. I'm having a call. Call the Jesus moment right here. Getting ready to go run a half marathon. And I'm still very unsure about it. But then I get into those miles. And I'm you know, i listening to the click clackers. And I'm having a good time. And then I cross that finish line with a very, very good time. And I'm like, that's why I'm doing it. Yeah. So that I am bettering myself. Mind, body, and soul every time. I'm
1: laughing because you said click-clackers. That's (laughs) That's what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) Click-clackers to me are the people not at the beginning of the race because everybody's like very happy. And, you know, at the beginning of the race, everybody's high-fiving, you know, yeah, we're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's (laughs) very chatty at the beginning. The click-clackers are the people that you run up on on mile eight. Are you know miles seven, six to eight, and Around they are having full on conversations, and you're like,
1: so chatty cat.
0: Yeah, and you're just like, have you stopped talking yet? But they're still click clacking the entire time. Well, maybe
1: that's the way they get through their their races. See, but like, those
0: are people that are used to running with other people. For me, I run by myself, know, so like I never ever have a click clacker. If and I if I would be a click clacker,
1: and for the people who are running for flying pig and they're gonna see me and they're gonna try to talk to me i'm sorry i'm gonna be in my own zone with headphones on i may or may not be listening to music i'm probably gonna ignore you because that's just the way i roll yeah
0: i've tried to run with willie a couple of times
1: because then you you take me out of my zone because I like i even do this in in class and spin class like i get into a zone and then like the instructor looked at me like what he, where'd you go off to? I'm like, I am in the zone. In the zone. I'm not even thinking about what I'm doing right now. I'm just doing it.
0: He's like Britney Spears. All right. Getting in the zone.
1: That's how I roll. Yes.
0: <laughs> All right. So just to recap, my basics for running are get the right shoes, sign up for the race to set the goal, give yourself time to prepare, get out and get going, don't give up, and remember to have fun.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So, I hope that you found some of this information good for you. you You're know, trying something different. Yeah, trying something different because I love running so much. and You
1: want other people to love running too. I
0: don't. Look, I don't want other people to love running. You if running is com- not for you, then I don't want you doing it. You want more companions. No, I just I just want people to You're, find something yeah, that they're interested yeah, yeah, in. And running just happened to be my thing. And a lot of people look to me. As this like super crazy running girl. Which people don't really. I'm going to bust it wide open for you. Right here. I don't run races. Because I like to run races. Okay. I do like to run races. But I don't. I I always run alone. And it's always hard for me. To find the motivation. To go out and run these long runs. By myself. And at least this way. When I run a race. I'm paying for porta potties. I'm paying for water and, and food
1: food Sometimes. and
0: stuff on the course that I don't have to worry about.
1: And you're paying for people to cheer for you.
0: Yes. And so, like, I'm paying so that I'm never out there alone. And if I pass out, then somebody's going to be there to know where I am. Definitely. And so, that's what I need. And yeah, because
1: I like that better because there were some times where you would go out.
0: I used to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and, and go run, run, run. run and, and I had no clue. And, Yeah. And then he'd wake up and I'd be like, yeah, I ran 17 miles today. And you're like, what? And like, he, he would still be in bed. you know. (laughs) So it's just, it works. It's, it's sometimes a hassle, but that's why I do it. I don't like, I do like collecting the medals, but I do it so that I have motivation to get out and do my long runs. And I don't feel like a scared person because that's what I am. I'm a very scared, cautious person. And when you have to go out and run long miles by yourself, it's not its not it's, always it's, fun.
1: Yeah, it's not. And and, I, and for women, it's a little bit worse because okay. there are a lot of bad people out there.
0: Exactly. And, and I it, just I just can't find anyone to run with me. Yeah. Not, not because there aren't people that will run with me. It's just that I have to run Schedule when and I can time run. In and, yeah. yeah. So that's just, that's why I run races, so. Don't think I'm crazy and neurotic or I'm trying to show off every week.
1: I got a 1st row seat, guys. <laughs> I'm just trying
0: to... <laughs> I'm just trying to... to I'm get the one that drives in. to
1: these things. <laughs> I appreciate it. Like, I like driving you to those things. Like, at, least I, at least I know you're safe.
0: Cool. Thank
1: you. You're welcome.
0: All right. So, let's show some, show some gratitude this week. What are you grateful for? Uh,
1: I am grateful for... Um, so, this is going to be kind of a story. So, I was on Instagram, and do you know who Amelia Boone is? Yes. Okay. So, she has been doing this thing where she does a gratitude journal every day. And so, like, she lists 10 things every day that she's grateful for. So, like, I started doing that because I saw that. And I'm grateful for finding inspiration on Instagram to to do things that you don't normally do.
0: Okay.
1: So, yeah, like, I, I, she was doing it, she's been doing it for a while, and I just, like, I see it, and I'm like, I need to do that, I need to do that, and so, I was like, I started doing it recently.
0: Carly also, do you yeah, follow Carly? Yeah, McDonough yeah. Yeah, she also does that, and she's been doing it for a while, and, like, yeah. I see her post every day, and I'm just like, look, she's saying what she's grateful for, and I was like, I should probably do something like that, because that is something that I'm trying to work on this year. Yeah. But, you know, I haven't made any step to to be more grateful <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's honest truth. So that's cool that you found the inspiration to do that.
1: What are you grateful for?
0: I am grateful for racist. No, I'm grateful <laughs> for my running coach. I know that I pay her, but I mean,
1: y'all were friends before that, anyway, yeah. So. Because we are sponsored A- by
0: Team Chocolate Milk together, yeah. and um, so I'm gr- I am grateful for her because ever since. She kicks her butt. No, well, it's not <laughs> even that she kicks my butt. She has pushed me to do things that I've never would have done. Like I've been running all this time, and I've never done a speed workout. I've been running for years, and I've never done a and speed workout. And when you did
1: that speed workout the other was, day, you were done. Yeah. I was, well, also,
0: I was doing it with the stroller, and it was hella windy and it was
1: cold oh yeah
0: and so that was the first speed workout that i ever did but i nailed and
1: she told you to do it with a drill. yeah
0: and i nailed my paces and i felt like death when i was done and y'all it wasn't it wasn't even a serious like speed workout okay it was like literally a warm-up mile and then like two miles of interval work which were pretty simple because like she had me doing times it wasn't even distances and then like a the cool down Because so, I was
1: out there running and I saw you. I was like, what is she doing?
0: Yeah. So it kept
1: going back and forth.
0: Basically, it was just four miles and two miles of like hard work. And I thought that I was going to die. But I see how it helped me. That one speed workout. And then I've done two since then. Mm-hmm. So I've done three speed workouts. So basically all of February, I did these speed workouts. And I really feel like that they're paying off. Yeah. And as much as I don't. Always want to go out and run these miles. I haven't missed any mileage since I've not. been working with her. Like have there have been times when she's given when she's given me the hook, like where, oh, you don't have to do it, you can do something else. But I've still Like the
1: other day when it was raining. Yeah. She told you to get on the bike.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I got on the bike, but then the next day I went it. and ran on the treadmill. Yeah. And so like the accountability of getting it done has been has taken me Mounts, because
1: i mean your timings have improved though they, they like really have your, like i'm consistent halves, now when you were like you when you were starting back out like your halves were closer to three yeah or just over three and now they're like 245 yeah 245 yeah so i mean that's 15 plus minutes off your time
0: and if i keep that that has me running a 537 marathon
1: and, and what was your fastest marathon? Like
0: 4... 4.49 yeah. was my fastest marathon. Uh, and so when I went back and did my marathon in December, I finished in 6.08. Yeah. So my goal, I want to finish Flying Pig in 5.45. So I feel like... And we're still... We still have all this time left.
1: Yeah, we got like a month and a half. Like, like two months left. Yeah,
0: we still have all this time left. Yeah. So like, I'm getting very excited, even though like I was like, what, what am I doing this for? But here I am. I'm getting excited about it. Yeah. Because like I'm making progress and it's so cool. See And that's what it's all about is yeah. progress. So Yep. I, I don't know, I just get real excited about it. So that is what I'm grateful for this week. Thanks, Eileen. <laughs> all right. So I guess that is all for this week's podcast. I hope that you found this information helpful. Next week I think that we are gonna try and tackle the conversation on motivation versus inspiration. So that's what we're going to shoot for next week. You can follow us on social media and um, leave us questions, comments or concerns in the email at webeatpet at gmail.com. And we'll be back next week. Bye.
1: Bye.